Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in again. I almost said tuning in again this week, even though we've already had an episode this week. I'm still kind of in the habit of talking about episodes as just coming once a week. And so I apologize for that. And I'm trying to get used to this new schedule that we've got going on, even though it's not that new, but it's it's new to me given how long I've kept to the old system of just one episode per week. So bear with me. But in any case, I appreciate you all tuning in today. I hope that you had a great week um, and that this episode will be a good way for you to end your week and get ready for a weekend. Now, if you haven't had a chance to listen to this past Monday's episode, uh, I want to apologize for my absence over the past couple weeks. Uh, just very shortly, I had a lot of stuff going on in terms of finishing up school, uh, getting ready for law school next year. Uh, I've, I've committed, by the way, to attending law school at the University of Louisville, so if you haven't listened to Monday's episode, now you know that too. And I appreciate your all supporting that. Uh, and over the past little bit, with all that I've had going on in terms of uh, projects and papers and stuff, uh, I, I just really needed whatever downtime I could find to just relax and unwind and not really... Uh, worry about podcasting. So uh, I, I needed the break, and, and I appreciate your all's understanding and your graciousness with me in my absence, especially since I didn't really uh, touch base with you all as to why I was absent. Uh, so I, I really appreciate your uh, your understanding again. Uh, and I foresee that we are back on a regular schedule of programming, of recording and publishing uh, for the foreseeable future. Um David McCullough is a, a great historian of American history. Uh, he sadly passed away very recently. And if you've read anything at all in American history, you probably have read his work. He has written some really good books. He wrote three great biographies on T.R. and Harry Truman and John Adams and some other work as well. And I really enjoyed uh, reading his his material. Uh, but he, get, he gave a talk once and he said, the phrase for the foreseeable future should be dropped because the foreseeable future doesn't exist. So that's why I'm a little hesitant to say that we're on our regular schedule of programming uh, from here on out. You know, things happen, but I'm going to try to keep to it as best as I can. Uh, and, and I really appreciate Gerald's uh, understanding and graciousness in that. So for this week's episode, I get, there I go again. For today's episode, we're going to be learning about a really cool site in West Virginia that is related to the indigenous culture of Appalachia. And I, I wanted to bring up this uh, location for a couple of reasons, uh, mainly because it's interesting in and of itself and its purpose and its uh, appearance, uh, but also because I, I think that it's important for us to have a wider discussion about uh, the, the reality facing uh, indigenous and First Nations folks uh, in the United States itself with our history of, of really brutal colonization uh, and imperialism over them and over their culture. And it's important to recognize their condition in the United States in their marginalization and exclusion from a lot of the um, aspects of our society. And so you know, that's a process that I'm still going through now and learning more about uh, indigenous culture in the United States and in Appalachia and learning to fully appreciate and acknowledge it. And so my learning about this site has just been one part of that. And I'm trying to be better in every way that I can. And I hope that you'll join me in that. Uh, as we recognize the contributions and the importance of the folks who uh, have been here longer than any of us. And so I, I hope that you'll join me in that project of just becoming more aware of the uh, history of indigenous influence on Appalachia, as well as the uh, current condition that a lot of indigenous folks are living in right now of, of poverty and, and uh, uh, disadvantage, and that we will join together in advocating for them and, and helping them to uh, tell their own stories and lifting them up to make sure that they can 
uh, have the kind of dignified life that they deserve. And so uh, that that's the reason why I wanted to talk about this location that we're going to be learning about today. Let's get into it. In Clarksburg, West Virginia, two large earthen mounds rise out of the ground just along the West Fork River. And these are just two examples of a larger network of constructed hills. Just across the state line in southern Ohio, similar mounds can be found that are connected to an even larger network, but we'll swing by that location some other time. The mounds in Clarksburg were probably constructed by the Hopewell culture, a prehistoric indigenous culture found throughout North America, and the largest of these mounds in Clarksburg is 12 feet high and 60 feet in diameter. Now, while it's likely that these mounds served as places of burial for important persons, no excavation has been done because of the sacred nature of the site, so we may never know for sure, but we can still appreciate the culture that spawned these constructions and we can appreciate their skill in conducting practices like these. I wanted to highlight this site for two main reasons. For one, this is a really interesting historical landmark that's worth a visit, uh, especially if you're interested in indigenous culture and uh, looking at how they interacted with the land before the arrival of European colonizers. And along the same line, at the same time, recognizing the importance of these sites, these indigenous and First Nation sites, their history, and why we should preserve them also brings us to a wider acknowledgement of the continued discrimination against indigenous and First Nations communities, not only in Appalachia, but across the United States itself. Average income for indigenous families is almost $20,000 lower uh, than the U.S. average. Life expectancy for indigenous individuals is six years lower than the national average. And overall, in the United States, one in 1,000 people in the overall population are homeless. But for indigenous people in the country, that rate is one out of every 200. Now, discussions about difficulties facing indigenous communities and individuals cannot be had without listening to indigenous people themselves and hearing from them what their struggles are and how they want to see those problems addressed. Now, to facilitate that, we have to be informed about the culture and the history of indigenous people and their history in the United States and in Appalachia, and the Oak Mound site is a great opportunity to do that, but so is reading books or, for instance, listening to podcasts. So I hope that you all get a chance to visit this site and learn a little bit more about the folks who are so important to our story, the folks who constructed this place. But I hope that in general, you'll work with me and others as well to broadening our knowledge and appreciation of the culture of indigenous people and dedicating ourselves to making sure that in this place where they have been longer than any of us, that they are able to live a dignified life as they deserve as human beings and as our neighbors. So I hope that you have enjoyed learning about the Oak Mound site just through my little introduction to it, and I hope that you learn about it some on your own as well. And again, commit to that process and that project of furthering justice for all of our neighbors, especially our indigenous neighbors. Well, thank you guys so much for listening again this week. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. And thank you as well for all that you do to support the podcast, whether you listen, follow on social media, give an encouraging word, whatever you do and however you do it to support the podcast. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate each and every one of you. 
Be sure to join us again next time for another episode of Appalachian Firesides. And don't forget to rate and review the podcast on whatever platform that you listen on. Give me your thoughts on what you'd like, what you would change, how I could do better. Just let me know what you think. I'd love to hear your all's thoughts. If you like that background music that you're listening to, that is a piece called In the Sweet By and By by a great artist named Zachariah Hickman. Be sure to check them out on YouTube. And don't forget to follow the podcast on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to stay up to date on all that's going on. I hope that you'll join us next time for another episode of Appalachian Firesides. But until then, be well, love your neighbor, and do good things. Catch you guys next time.